Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Welcome to episode 232. Uh, we're going to talk about a dilemma um, that I've been faced with a few times with the, even the Shivers House now is coming up against this and um, and doing some general contracting uh, on historic houses and consulting. So uh, we're going to talk about roofing over an existing roof, a curatorial approach with practical advantages, Okay. So to protect an artifact, you bring it indoors. So in this episode, I suggest that sometimes we should view worn out house features, not as materials to be renewed, however sympathetically, but as resources to be preserved for future historians and archeologists. So, um, so let's consider um, historic houses. So sometimes one of a house's most attractive features is a pristine attic. And you know, you wanna see in the hand-hewn rafters and the tree nails, which are the pegs that hold the lap joints of the rafters together at the, uh, at the top. And to preserve this unaltered condition, uh, the new roof must not alter the attic's appearance. So therefore, wooden shingles would, would have to show between those rafters the solution seems quite obvious, install a new cedar shingle roof. So, so in essence, we're trying to maintain the fabric in the attic so uh, everyone can see what was there. So we're gonna put a new cedar roof over that. Um, most contractors are gonna to wanna to come in and uh, um, they're gonna rip, pull, and, and de-roof a house. And a lot of damage can be done to the rafters to the point where some of them may have to be replaced just from a rough de-roofing, a removing of material. And yet a lot of contractors are gonna come in and try and talk the, the homeowner of the historic house into putting plywood to see a perfectly level flat plane going across the roof. And this is not the real world. The real world is a wavy roof and many of these historic houses have been added onto one, two, three, four times. And trying to have a, a roof look like it's one straight run, um, it's never going to be flat. In addition to, we don't want to see plywood in a historic attic. So, uh, so the proposal here is with the Shivers House and other dwellings is to, uh, again, roof over an existing roof. And most codes let you put up to three courses of roof on. And, uh, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thing. So it, it'll, it'll work within code. And you just want, really want to make sure that structurally your dwelling will be able to hold this. You know, hold another another run of shingles, whether they be wood or asphalt or tin or whatever you're putting up there. So, uh, um, so admittingly, there are some drawbacks to a, to a wood roof, even one laid on original nailers. In uh, a wood roof, sometimes you have drawbacks of how it's laden around trees and when that the the wood cedar roof gets wet how quickly will it dry um, sometimes when there's a, a lot of shade it'll never dry and you're going to see moss growing in, in many locations and, and that's not a good thing so uh, um, so basically uh, what we're going to try to do or what we're going to do is we're going to create uh, batten boards probably one by uh, one by threes or uh, and we're going to go over the roof and run them horizontally and then attach our, uh, but these are going to, these are going to have to be attached very well. You're going to have to drive. And remember the other thing we don't want to do with a historic house, we don't want to nail, we don't want to use pneumatic nailers. 
We don't want to use hammer nails. We do not want to pound this house. So in this case, um, on a con sympathetic conservation basis of putting a new roof on, we're going to use screws. So we're going to screw the battens down. We're going to screw through the existing either asphalt roof or tin roof through the cedar shakes into the rafters. So we'll put our battens down and then we will start building our roof with our wooden shingles. And uh, that's, that's the best bet. And that creates a vapor, vapor barrier. And um, a possibility, and I, what I would recommend from experience, is putting a vapor barrier down on the original roof. And with that one and a half inch airspace that we're giving it from the battens, um, as the roof heats up, the uh, the heated air in the, the cavity between the original roof and under the new roof is going to go out. And what we need to create is a roof fence. So it, that can be created by putting some slits in some of the cedar shakes all across the top of the roof. So it would be an automatic flow of, of hot air out the roof. So that's a, that's a really good thing. So, um, so, so again, so important by... Um, you know, and, and just a technique we don't see that often, but I've done this on two occasions and probably a third occasion is coming up. And uh, so all options are out there with, with the roof over roof. And you get the, to show uh, original fabric for generations to come in the attic. And the, uh, the next, the fourth roof is going to have to be determined by whoever has to make that kind of decision after that. So uh, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservation is signing out, and uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed an alternative to uh, stripping back your roof. And the other thing I must say also is, let me add this, is that um, when those contractors, or if you're doing, you're, you're ripping off an old roof yourself, sometimes, again, you can cause too much damage to your rafter system, and then the local code enforcement's going to come around and... Uh, you know, and force you to replace uh, all the whole rafters. So here you thought you're doing something for your historic house and you're going to end up taking the entire roof structure, roof system off. And that's uh, very sad. So we're trying to trying to work with the history and work with the local codes here. So Greg Perry, the historic preservationist, signing out.